Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And today we're continuing our series, Understanding Christian Concepts, by talking about death. Now before we begin, I'd like to preface by noting that this topic may be difficult for some of us, especially if you're grieving right now. But today's episodes are here to offer love and explain some of the things we can learn about and from death by viewing it from a Christian perspective. So to start, let's read Romans 6, 1 through 14. What shall we say then? Are we to continuing are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been uni- sorry, if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. So Paul seems to write about two deaths in this passage. What exactly is he talking about? Well, one of the deaths he's referencing is being dead to sin through life in Christ. It's impossible to serve both sin and serve Christ, so in serving one, we are dead to the other. In this case, since Paul is writing to Christians, He addresses being dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The other death is the one more familiar to us, which is a physical death, where we pass on from this world. Which, speaking of that, in verse 7, Paul speaks of death as a good thing. Now, why is that? Our life on earth is temporary as a result of the fall in the Garden of Eden. We were created to live with God as Adam and Eve did in the garden, but when sin came into the world, we were unfit to be near God, much less to live with him. Jesus informs us that heaven is like a house when he says, quote, in my father's house there are many rooms, which would make living in the world like living in a tent. It will do, at least for now, but we long for something more, something better than this world has to offer. And In a book titled Little Pilgrim's Progress, which is a child version of the book Pilgrim's Progress, death is described as a river, and I actually agree with that imagery. We're on one side, 
heaven's on the other. Death allows us to cross from our tent into the house of God. And in that light, death is actually a good thing. Yeah, I think that imagery really helps in wrapping our minds around death and just understanding that death is really a step on to better things. I remember when we read that together, the imagery really struck me. I, I can't remember exactly why it was so striking, but I just know that it helped me so much. So for anybody out there, highly recommend the book. Uh, what does Paul mean when he talks about being baptized into Christ's death, though? Baptism is sometimes referred to as the drowning of the old Adam. Just as Paul described with being dead to sin, the old Adam, which is our sinful nature, must die in order for us to be with Christ. Now, when Jesus was crucified, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, God made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf. So sin itself was killed with Christ. So the parallels between sin dying with Christ on the cross and then sin dying within us at baptism mean that according to Paul, the parallels will continue after our physical deaths with us joining Christ in the resurrection. Yeah, I think that whole thing is just so important to remember. I, I think it's just... It really makes death a whole lot less of less of a sting. Um, I know especially around Easter time, we always say death has no sting because Christ has now risen. He, is, he has taken the sting out of death. I don't know if that's redundant, but... Yeah. yeah, and I mean, what calls to mind for me is there was a video that I remember you actually sent me at one point that was... A man was traveling around and listening to uh, priests and uh, pastors and a whole bunch of different clergy speak on their religion, and he has an entire YouTube channel on it. And one of the things that actually the Lutheran pastor said was it's very interesting that Adam looked to a live tree and found death, and we are told to look to a dead tree to find life. And I think that that's another one of those parallels um, between sin coming into the world and then the destruction of it in Jesus that uh, is something that I think we can learn quite a bit from. Yeah, and if I can find that video again, I'll, I'll see if we can link it down in the description. Um, but the only other similarity that I can think of, the, the other symbolism, um, is... With the Israelites, they had to look to the serpent on the rod. Um, we talked about this in a couple other episodes, but if we all think back to that time when the Israelites were in the wilderness for, what was it, 40 days, 40 years, something like that. 40 years. Um, at one point, they were so wicked that God sent fiery serpents to them and course everybody was getting sick everybody was getting bitten by these and Moses said what do I do and God said take one of these serpents put it up on a cross and anybody who looks to that serpent will be healed and it, that was exactly what happened and it just reminds me that we look to Christ on the cross there is no other way to be saved and there's no other way to recognize that need for him 
except for turning and saying, yeah, yep, I absolutely need him. Yeah, I mean, to your point with the uh, the story of the bronze serpent, I mean, the venom that you had from the snakes is very similar to the poison that sin is for our souls. And you, we have to look at the cross in order to be saved from that, but that is just the gateway into heaven. Uh, sin, the wages of sin are death, but we can be made alive through Christ. Yeah. I think that's all I've got for today. You have any other thoughts? No, that wraps it up for this episode. In the next episode, we'll be talking more about uh, certain cases of death and how uh, we believe Christianity discusses, well, what we infer from what we know in the Bible about how to handle certain particulars about death. Yeah, so if you have any questions or comments about anything we talked about today, please feel free to send us a message at the Bible Vault Podcast on Instagram. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.